I, when I typed in Garth Brooks fun, it uh, autofilled to Garth Brooks funeral songs. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> no. There's something on on Amazon Prime called Fun by Garth Brooks that supposedly Blame was released on roots. June 19th. Showed up in boots. But only has five Ruined songs. Ruined your black tie funeral. <laughs> I got friends in low places. You can just keep that the same. It's true. Deep under, yeah. six feet under. That is That's a funeral song. Yeah. Yeah. The Oasis could be heaven or something. Oh, man. I think I'll slip on down to the old limbo. Welcome to Think Outside the Box Set. It's a podcast about learning to appreciate artists that may be misunderstood, unrecognized, or dismissed. I'm Nathan Hunt. And I'm Cameron DeWitt. And this is episode five or six? Six, I think. Around six uh, of um, season 10. We're talking about Bob Marley and the Wailers, and we're covering their album, Burnin'. A follow-up to Catch a Fire. You caught a fire, and now you're burning. They were even released in the same year. <clears throat> they just had more uh, fire and hell-based uh, content. Yeah, they were Too so much for lit. one album. Their mixtapes were fire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yes. then their albums were fire. <laughs> yeah. Lit. Um... I think this that's one, all the teen like slang I got. Even more political. Oh, than totally. The last one. Yeah, it totally is. Like it, it, it becomes uh, more activist, and mm-hmm. uh, it even gets into like violence, like yeah. politicized violence, like uh, burning and looting and shooting the sheriff. Yes, but not the deputy. Just don't shoot the deputy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is this is a really good album. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I don't think I enjoyed it as much as the last one. Um, yeah, although this one has bigger singles. That's true. It has yeah, Get Up, the, Stand like, Up, and I Shot the Sheriff. Sh- I Shot the Sheriff. I don't think I've ever actually heard it before. Um, actually, Just, I have an y- example. I've always known that it existed, and I was wondering why. Um, and why did I, it exist? And then I remembered. Do you want to play <laughs> the sample about my first exposure to I Shot the Sheriff? Yes. Great. Marge put together a nightclub act. I shot the sheriff. Oh, no. But I did not shoot the deputy. She didn't do it. She didn't do it. (laughs) So the next time you see a sheriff, shoot him. (gasps) A smile. Good night. (laughs) She didn't do it. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> such a dumb joke I that's really it. dumb oh boy so have you had you even heard the eric clapton version i may have heard his version okay yeah because i feel that that one got a lot more like radio play and whatnot even though so, it can't be as good i was i was surprised uh to hear this song and be like oh wow oh, okay i've never heard this before this you're like oh it's that song from and, the simpsons oh yeah. i know that one they're <laughs> the covering simpsons marge's song, song. <laughs> And you did think that because you're a him. dummy, Cameron. A smile. <laughs> yeah, it's weird that they took that part out and made it all about actually shooting like with a gun. It's it's sort of a creative interpretation of Marge's song, you know? It's like yeah. it's like Bob Marley took it and made it his own, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Speaking of his own, Bob Marley writes one, two, three, four, five, six of these ten songs. Although uh Get Up Stand Up is a co-writing with uh Peter Tosh. I feel like Peter Tosh is co-writing, co-written a lot of these songs on this album. Uh, not according to Wikipedia. Hmm, but I'm looking at genius. Oh, now who's the real genius? Is it Wikipedia or www.rapgenius.com? Mm, the one that says genius in the URL, maybe? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, because nothing that they've ever done has ever been wrong or extremely problematic in any well, way. I'll tell you what, I'm looking through it now, and it looks like actually there's only one Peter Tosh uh, writing credit on this whole album. So, oh, so about. you're the non genius here. Yeah, genius is genius, and I'm not smart enough to even correctly interface with the genius. The genius is just like at a whole other level than you, you know? It's like, 
you just can't even get the level they're operating on. Man, I'm being like really mean to you today. I kind of like it. Yeah, I'm going to go. <laughs> kind of like it. <laughs> I'm having fun. And that's the important thing, really. You're so, you're so dirty on the inside. You're ready to get in your rocks off. Oh, yeah. Rocking and rolling. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I don't think I have any other general thoughts about this album. Let's um, talk about a song. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the first one, Get Up, Stand Up? Yep. Yep. That's so good that I love the, the, uh, the, where, where the melody goes and the like little rhythmic, like, uh, is it syncopation at the, at the very end where he says, now you see the light, you stand up for your right. Yeah. Remember that part? Mm-hmm. Mm, so good. I like that so much. Yeah. Uh, I love the sound of the drums in this. I feel like it's really turning into that like reggae sound in the drums in this album, especially in this mm. song that mm-hmm. like really tight snare that's very tonal. It's like, mm-hmm. bang, bang. yeah, totally. It, it's more tonal than it is rattly. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. I kind of want to listen. Did, did you hear it in the sound sample we just listened to? Yeah, do it again. Yeah, I want to listen to it again and think about the snare. sounded like a snare i mean i'm no drum bonk. expert it's yeah just, that little it's like the one roll. that's going bonk yeah it's the bonk drum mm-hmm. the bonko you might call it mm-hmm. oh oh come on nothing bonko? i thought that was a I good pun I, I don't get that reference it's like a bongo but it makes a bonk sound so it's a oh. bonko uh, once again it's just too smart for <laughs> now i'm the genius understand. i'm the now genius now dog yeah, look at me. Look at me. I'm I'm the genius now. Yeah. I never actually saw that movie. I only know that movie from memes. Uh, it's really good. Yeah? And I think it's pretty respectful in its making and in its execution and in its writing. Wait, who did they execute? All right. Let's okay. move along. Nah. So this song is about um, essentially saying that like... What, what Bob Marley is getting on the verses, I'll, I'll read the first, the entire first one here real quick. Preacher man, don't tell me heaven is under the earth. I know you don't know what life is really worth. Is not all that glitters in gold and half the story has never been told. So now you see the light, A, stand up for your right. So he's, he's basically sort of arguing against the uh, religion as a tool of social control, um, yes. which it has been used as at many times in history and uh, I'm sure is still being used today where... Essentially, they're saying like, yeah, life sucks now, but instead of fomenting an uprising or turning against your your masters or the lords or the landowners, you know, just just realize that you're going to suffer through this life and then you'll be in paradise as a way of kind of like defusing the drive towards building a better world here and now. Yeah, uh, most people think great God will come from the sky, take away everything and make everybody feel high. But if you know what life is worth, you would look for yours on earth. Now you see the light, you stand up for your right. Get up, stand up for your right. Don't give up the fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is like, in some ways, a fairly explicitly anti-Christian song, especially in the in the verse three. We're sick and tired of your ism and schism game. Die and go to heaven in Jesus' name, Lord. We know and we understand Almighty God is a living man, which, side note, is probably yeah. a reference to Haile Selassie as a... Right. Uh, as the as God incarnate, which uh, Rastafarians many uh, many if not all Rastafarians believe that you can fool some people sometimes, but you can't fool all the people all the time. Which I believe is an adapted quote from is that Abraham Lincoln? I don't know. You can fool some of yeah Abraham Lincoln at least according to QuotedDB.com. Uh, yeah. So in any case, uh, you can't fool all the people all the time. So now we see the light. We're going to stand up for our right. Yeah. So it's. I feel like <clears throat> this song is so popular and has been played so much 
and I feel like most people engage with it just as a very generalized anthem of, yeah, we're going to do stuff, I guess. And they don't really like yeah. it's, it's, it has a very specific and like sophisticated political message it's delivering. It's uh yeah, it's like saying we need to, and we're going to build a better world here on earth. And the, the way that that starts is standing up against um, oppression and inequality and yeah. uh, fighting for rights. Yeah, it's, it's sad that it's still like, this is still so relevant. Like when there's, there's literally like all these like Christian politicians who are just destroying the earth because they think they're going to get a new one or they want yep. us to believe that we're going to get a new one in heaven. Mm-hmm. True, <sighs> true that. Yeah. Um, let's see. Do you have any sound samples for the song? Yeah, there's a, like two. a really cool intro that uh, starts a step lower. It's another one of these like kind of incongruous introductions. Um, I think we've heard a couple this season so far, um, but mm-hmm. I like it a lot. It's just you think it's a different song, and then it's like, oh, we're doing get up, we're doing get up and stand up. Great. Okay, cool. I'm ready. Mm. <laughs> That's one of my favorite things about the the song "God Only Knows" by the Beach Boys. Mm. It has that weird little like orchestral in intro, and then it just immediately changes keys. It's fun. So let's listen to it in this song, "Get Up, Stand Up." Get up, stand up. Yeah. Stand up for your right. Yeah. So we were hearing those drums again in the intro there, and they kind of sounded like hand drums yeah, instead maybe. of a snare. Yes. So maybe my Bonko's remark was not so far off. <laughs> <laughs> I know there are lots of people who who play hand drums and like hand percussion in reggae bands. Yeah, I think you're onto something. I don't Apparently know. Apparently, Bunny Whaler noises. <laughs> Bunny Whaler is credited with percussion and vocals on this album, and then the Barrett Brothers on drums and bass. Uh, you read some of that verse three. Um, it's Peter Tosh singing, and I just really liked how he sings. He kind of breaks from the form of the other verses, and he kind of mm-hmm. goes into kind of more of a through composed like kind of hip hop kind of sound almost uh i think it's pretty cool so i sampled the whole mm. thing hell yeah you're sick and tired of your isms kism game dinah go to heaven in jesus name lord we know when we understand almighty god is a living man you can't fool some people sometimes but you can't fool all the people all the time so now we see the light what you we gonna stand up That's so cool. I like that Pretty a lot. good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, should we talk about uh, Burning and Looting next? Sure. I'm down. They were all dressed in uniforms of brutality. Hey! How many rivers do we have to cross? Do you know what's going going on in this song? Um, what, does, what does that lyric mean? How many rivers do we have to cross before we can talk to the boss? Is this about? I think like, it's about Bruce conditions? Springsteen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's he uh, yeah he I mean Bruce was just get coming on the scene here in 1973. Mm-hmm. I think he had he had I don't even think he had released his first album at this point, but still Bob Marley was just desperate to meet him. Uh, yeah. Uh, but the real answer to the question is, I have no idea. Who is the boss? Is it, is it just, is it, is it like a political statement to say that, um, oppressed peoples or people in the lower class don't even have access to the figures of authority and they can't even like talk to the, you know, the guy who runs stuff. Right. There's just too many degrees removed. Yeah. Yeah. This first verse says this morning I woke up in a curfew. Oh God, I was a prisoner too. Could not recognize the faces standing over me. They were all dressed in uniforms of brutality. Mm hmm. And then it's the chorus. How many rivers do we have to cross before we can talk to the boss? All that we got, it seems we have lost. We must have really paid the cost. Yeah. So, yeah. And then that uh, that's why we're going to be burning and looting tonight. Say we're going mm-hmm. to burn and loot. Burning and looting tonight. Uh, I think it's interesting. Um, what, isn't there a Martin Luther King quote about rioting? Um, 
I, I know that like it's such a just our grandma's generation move to just to be like, you know, colorblind and not racist, but then to like uh, be completely in, unsympathetic to rioting and to um, protest when they get out of hand. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let me see. MLK Jr. Riot quote. Yeah, it's totally our grandma's generation and not currently happening now. Ever. No, it's a it's definitely not. Mm-hmm. We're much better. Yeah, we've. I mean, racism has is such a thing of the past. It's like when who even remembers the last time uh, that anyone said or did anything racist? You know. Okay, I found the quote while you were um, doing that great bit. That such a good bit. It was hilarious. <laughs> you said you're you're being stop mean making, back to me. <laughs> you said you're going to stop making that bit like uh, a year ago. <laughs> Uh, did I? Okay, so MLK <laughs> Jr. said, a riot is the language of the unheard. Mm, it's a very short yep. quote. Sounds about but, right. But uh, I think it's dense with meaning. Anyway, so I feel like that's kind of what this song is is saying. Like, um, don't feel entitled to some sort of peaceful protest or sit in. Like, these problems are... Um, too too deep and too systemic for them to be just sort of peacefully solved because uh, if they could be peacefully solved we wouldn't have to cross all of these rivers because we still haven't talked to the boss right in the words of the song so yeah it's i think we have to read a lot into the song because there's yes. not a ton of context or specificity given uh it's mostly in the first verse I woke up in a curfew. Oh God, I was a prisoner too. Uh, the people standing over him dressed in the uniforms of brutality. Um, so I wonder if this is like specifically about uh, the Jamaican government and its failings and the ways it may have uh, strongly persecuted, uh, well, any kind of drug user, but especially Rastafarians who uh, use marijuana as a sacrament. Right. Uh, and there's there's a little reference to that maybe in an, a variant in the chorus where he says, give me the food and let me grow. Let the roots man take a blow. All them drugs going to make you slow now. It's not the music of the ghetto. Yeah, I still don't really understand what they mean by that. Yeah, it's a little unclear, but uh, but yeah, that's why we're going to be burning and alluding tonight. And uh, there's a variant on that where he says, weeping and a wailing tonight, who can stop the tears weeping and a wailing tonight? We've been suffering these long, long years. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's I don't know. Bob, I've seen Bob Marley be more specific. Like even just the last song we were talking about, I think worked better lyrically. Um, you kind of have to bring a lot to this one, I'd say. It's a fun groove, though. It's like a real slow, laid-back reggae jam. Yeah. Uh, did we play the intro yet? Uh, we have not. I remember it's this like one. It's like you have a sound sample of it. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> I like that. Da da da. Like major, major chord. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> good stuff. Fun, fun stuff. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, how about we just move on to I Shot the Sheriff? Yeah. I love that hook. It's very hooky. I shot the sheriff. The whoever's doing that falsetto sounds like they're really barely able to to do that falsetto that way yeah it's it sounds uh like it's very effortful uh and i like it a lot i do too but i also like clench my throat a little bit in sympathy of like ooh, that sounds like he might be hurting himself a little bit maybe all right so this song what's it about well it's right there in the title bob marley has shot a sheriff bob marley the man bob marley the man it's literally just like garth it's literally about him uh-huh. uh he has shot a sheriff um but you dig a little bit deeper than the title which is a good idea to do uh he says i didn't shoot no deputy he he freely admits to shooting the sheriff but he says uh it was in self-defense and he explains, he elaborates on it in verse two. Sheriff John Brown always hated me for what I don't know. Every time I plant a seed, he said, kill it before it grow. He said, kill them before they grow. And so, and so read it in the news. And then verse three, 
Freedom came my way one day, and I started out of town, yeah. All of a sudden, I saw Sheriff John Brown aiming to shoot me down. So I shot, I shot, I shot him down, and I say, if I'm guilty, I will pay. Yeah. Uh, but apparently, there are people spreading rumors that he shot the deputy, too. Yeah, that seems like, like a weird kind of non sequitur... It doesn't seem like very clean storytelling to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like he wants like, like credit for not yeah. shooting the deputy. Uh, it's just like a weird. It does. It doesn't seem to really play into the story. Mm-hmm. Like, is the deputy it, it mentioned like, in anywhere other than the chorus and how he didn't shoot the deputy? Maybe it's because um, the deputy. I mean, I'm no expert in like law enforcement nomenclature and terminology but i i think deputy is like a civilian that has been empowered to enforce the law whereas a sheriff is like a professional uh law enforcement person Mm. so a deputy would be more of like collateral damage or like less of the part of the like system of uh law enforcement and uh, the abuse of power maybe i mean yeah i mean the definition of deputy that i'm reading here on google uh is a person appointed or authorized to act as a substitute for another or others Mm -hmm. like a deputy sheriff i just still don't know what the point is of adding that as a character right yeah it seems like they would definitely be searching for him and trying to track him down just for shooting the sheriff yeah yeah because it's in verse one he says all around in my hometown they're trying to track me down they say they want to bring me in guilty for the killing of a deputy for the life of a deputy but it seems like they would also just be tracking him down for the sheriff because i don't know he the sheriff he shot the sheriff and i don't know what the law is like in jamaica but uh from my understanding of how things work at least here you don't get to shoot cops in self-defense and like not get charged for it you know so in the in the lyrics gen- genius uh it says that there is a 1975 uh one minute 52 second interview uh thank you for the specificity yeah very specific uh on his uh wait how many album. milliseconds was it i need to know mm, you'll have to uh you'll have to find it and find out um talking okay, blues i'll come back with that uh so there he tells the story of growing up in trenchtown jamaica where men would try to fight him and he used to hmm. write uh and he used that to write a song he did not fight the man he sought out the reason why the man was angry he shot the real problem of why the man was angry the sheriff and not the man the deputy so uh, I guess he's saying that the deputy, the person deputized, was trying to fight him. And so instead, he shot the person in power instead of the person who was um, uh, get, uh, the, who was deputized, I guess. I don't know. It still seems all very high context and like, I don't know what to yeah. do. Yeah. It almost seems like when he when he puts it that way, it almost seems like it's a metaphor in some way. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't really get it. So this is kind of a confusing song, I guess we're saying. Yes, but especially and, and then verse really four, catchy. it is really catchy. It's it's a it's a bop. It's a what are the kids saying? It's a it blapper. slaps. It's a blapper. Yeah, uh, verse four. Reflexes had the better of me, and what is to be must be. Every day the bucket go a well. One day the bottom go drop out. One day the bottom go drop out. So I think he's like trying to tie it into a message of like empowerment and a movement to reclaim dignity and rights like yeah. in uh, get up stand up but i it's really hard to it's just i don't know yeah <laughs> uh, very hard to understand there's a cool fade out me. in this song where the band fades out except for the drums and bass uh, and i think it's kind of a cool effect especially cuz the drums and bass are super funky mm. <laughs> That's cool. Is that how the song ends mm-hmm. overall? Nice. I mean, there's a little bit more after that, but it's just drum and bass. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of drums, you have a sound sample that says, what a great fill. Oh, I don't think it's a drum fill. I think it's just like, oh, I think it's just the, I think I meant like the hook in between the verse. We heard it again. Oh. I mean, we heard it originally. The like that walked in. Oh, okay. Gotcha. 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 Way to ruin my segue. Got it. Yep. I understand. Uh, <laughs> 
Do you have another one for you want the listen to the falsetto intro? Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. A lot of voices there. Um, yeah. It sounds like the I Shot the Sheriff part is, I think, three falsetto voices, maybe just two. It takes up mm-hmm. a lot of space on the mix, so it's kind of, and it's really raspy, so it's kind of hard to tell, um, right. especially over Skype. Um, and then, but I did not shoot the deputy. Um, one of the voices drops lower and goes, and I did not shoot the deputy. Oh, like underneath. Um, mm-hmm. Which I think is kind of a cool, yeah, it's kind of a cool polyphony. It's very choral. Polyphony. Yeah. Hmm. Is that how is that how that word's pronounced? Uh, yeah, polyphonic or polyphony. Huh. I I swear, uh, the professor I had who taught the like music course, the one music course I took in college, I swear he said polyphony. Uh, it's so. possible that someone. I mean, it's possible that that that's a correct way to pronounce it, but I've literally never heard that before. Yeah, that sounds silly. Polyphony. He sounds polyphony. like polyphony. He. I mean, I don't know his. I think he was single, so I don't know the extent he could have been poly. You know, you know what? I just I just learned the word uh, polycule today. What's that one? It's a uh, it's a portmanteau of polyamory and molecule, what? and refers to refers to kind of the uh, the social network of, of that that springs up around like polyamory. Oh, I see. Yeah. So in the same way that I guess I guess it's a it's like a, a metaphor drawn from like. I guess mo- like the different parts of a molecule. Is that right? right. Hmm. So like the different uh, people having sex with each other are different. Like like one of them's like the mitochondria. Oh, the powerhouse of the cell. And that's the only part of a cell that I know. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I would almost think that like a better a better metaphor might be atoms. Cause you got the the um the little spinning guys spinning. Well, not that they're spin- ah okay the electrons that are like around the nucleus. Or, but then the, I guess that's who like higher up the nucleus. I that's right. I guess who, whoever is speaking at the time. It's a very like oh okay. I don't know. yeah. Why are we so, talking about this? No no no. I figured I figured it out. I'm reading like a forum right now, and it's like mm. how different at you know how different atoms make a molecule together. Um, mm-hmm. I totally yeah, know mito- that. Yeah, it's, a mitochondria very is part of a cell, not part of a molecule. That's what I was getting yes. confused about because I'm a big dummy. All those, all those little critters. It's hard to tell them apart, you know. Yeah, <laughs> those little guys. Um, so right here, what I'm seeing are a lot of little diagrams that look like, you know, like H2O or CO2, like that kind of thing, except for instead of like hydrogen and oxygen, it's like um, penises uh, and Betty, vaginas, Chad and Brian. Gotcha. And then, like, sometimes there's, like, more than one link in between some of the people, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, oh, I guess that actually it. does make a lot of sense. Yeah, it does. It's just, it's it's not a word that is necessarily self-evident to me. I was like, I heard the word, and I was like, what the hell does that mean? Right. <laughs> is this a science thing cool. for fancy, smart science peoples? For sexy, smart science people. <laughs> for sexy scientists? Hell Yeah. All right. Should we talk about a different song? Yes. Choose uh, me I one. I want to talk about a uh, small axe. Oh, I was going to choose that one next if you didn't. Okay. Oh, great. It's a song about body brag about your small ass it really does sound like he's saying small ass (laughs) it kind of (laughs) does oh boy uh this song has a dizzying um amount of portmanteau portmanteaus uh it's in verse one at least well i don't know if i can verify this one but www.rapgenius.com has the line why boastest thyself oh evil man like apartmento of he and evil um mm. and then but at the end of it mm. he does say but the goodness of jaja i dureth for iver he definitely does i can independently corroborate that 
Um, oh, why does he so do that? I, kn- I know that there are, like, in Rastafarian aesthetics and uh, to, I guess, an extent, also reggae in as much as they can be separated, uh, there is a tendency to replace me with I um, or to emphasize the I of words like ital instead of vital. Right. Um, but here it seems like he's... I don't know. Going a little overboard, maybe. I dureth. I dureth. I could maybe get get on board with, but for Iver is like, oh boy. Yeah, I really don't know how to explain that one. Um, apparently, Deerhoof has a cover of this song on their most Ooh. recent album. It's only a minute and twenty seconds long. Maybe we should listen to a little bit of that. Okay, they do some on. interesting covers sometimes. Whosoever diggeth a pit, Lord, shall fall in it. Shall fall in it. Mm, like a tiger trap. <laughs> Is this it? These oh. are the words of my master. No, we can't. Yeah, that's not my favorite Deerhoof cover. Uh, what is your favorite Deerhoof cover? They do an absolutely bonkers version of I Don't Want to Set the World on Fire. Oh. It's like, I can't, I don't even know if I could figure out how to count that one. It is so bananas. Uh, that's a super cool song, too. It's in the Fallout 4 soundtrack. Very cool. Mm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I don't know if we've talked about what this song is about. Chorus. If you are the big tree, we are the small axe, sharpened to cut you down, ready to cut you down. Well sharp. Well sharp. Someone always says without fail, well sharp. Well sharp. Yeah. It's as sharp as a well, if you can believe it. Um, yeah. So, I think we can infer from these lyrics uh why boastest thyself O evil man playing smart and not being clever i said you're working iniquity to achieve vanity uh and then the chorus about if you are the big tree we are the small axe i think we can interpret that as as being kind of a uh, political statement uh yeah. against uh the, the 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 large profile sort of systems of oppression or people who uh enable and perpetrate oppression yeah, it's kind yeah. of weird to use like a such a peaceful image of like a tree as being an oppressor, but um, I still kind of like <laughs> I still kind of like the metaphor. Yeah, it kind of reminds they, me because of the specifics. Mm-hmm. It's like we're a, like I'm just Im- imagining a small axe cutting into a really big tree over a long period of time. Right. Yeah. Like it. Like yeah. There's a there's a lot that you can you can uh, get out of that that metaphor that that it can like take a long time chopping away but also like i something that is small if it is sharp can take down something that is huge and it has existed for a long time yeah um this kind of reminds me of this uh quote from haruki murakami uh have you have you read any of his books no okay i really enjoyed several of them that i've read at least um i really liked the wind up bird chronicle and uh what else dance 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 i really enjoyed too um Mm. Anyway, when he was awarded the Jerusalem Prize, he had this acceptance speech where he kind of had this, he had a truly bizarre metaphor that he expounded on. And I'm going to tell you about it. I'm going to read you this entire quote. If there is a hard high wall and an egg that breaks against it, no matter how right the wall or how wrong the egg, I will stand on the side of the egg. Why? Because each of us is an egg, a unique soul enclosed in a fragile egg. Each of us is confronting a high wall. The high wall is a system which forces us to do the things we would not ordinarily see fit to do as individuals. We are all human beings, individual fragile eggs. Uh, It's not in this particular rendering of the quote, but he has, at some point he talks about art and he says, um, if there was a, a work of art that sided with the wall, of what value would that work be? Yeah. Um, which I think is a, is a really, is a really, uh, good way of talking about 
Um, it's like that. Jet, oh, here it is. It's like that Jet Li movie. The wait, the the Jet Li movie about the wall and the egg. Is it Humpty Dumpty? Uh-huh. Jet Li's Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> Jet Li is the one Humpty <laughs> versus the wall. Yeah. Okay. I found um, a a, a non mangled quote. Hero, the Chinese like nationalist movie. That oh loved. yeah, that one was troubling. Yeah, troublingly yeah. beautiful. It is aesthetically gorgeous and uses color in it in an interesting way if maybe a little bit overdone um uh-huh. but also it has like a very strong moral at the end and it's all about chinese nationalism in a very uncomfortable Whoops. way i think um but I, I found a non-mangled version of the murakami quote yes no matter how right the wall may be and how wrong the egg i will stand with the egg someone else will have to decide what is right and what is wrong perhaps time or history will decide if there were a novelist who, for whatever reason, wrote works standing with the wall, of what value would such works be? Yeah. Um, so that's that's like an even weirder metaphor for uh, for a similar thing that I think Bob Marley is talking about. Because, um, like, <laughs> which honestly, one you, how which one do you like more? <laughs> I think I might. Well, I think I might like the tree and the axe a little bit better. <laughs> because yeah, how cleaner. often? Yeah. How often do you see people like throwing eggs at a wall? <laughs> Like those two things interacting doesn't seem to happen all that often, you know, whereas trees and axes are constantly uh, interacting and just hanging out and chilling or fighting each other or whatever. It also makes me think of a, um, so did you ever listen to Modest Yahoo? No, I haven't. Okay. I could never really get into into his studio albums because I really didn't like the way they were produced. Uh, But I listened to his live at Stubbs album a lot in college. And uh, he has this song where it's one of the lines is from the forest itself comes the handle for the ax, chop him down, chop him down, et cetera. Hmm. Yes. Oh, I wonder if it was maybe even a reference or inspired by this song. Um, The other thing that jumps out to me about the lyrics is uh, in verse two, these are the words of my master. Keep on telling me, oh, no weak heart shall prosper. Oh, no, they can't. And I think master is a very interesting word to use. Uh, He seems to be using it in a positive way to mean like either God or a spiritual advisor, a prophet of some kind. Um, Right. But it's a very historically fraught word from the legacy of slavery. Yeah, I, I feel like the the tradition, at least in Christianity, is is saying like, um, I'm. St- I think the the rhetorical device is to say like, oh, I'm still like subservient, you know, to a kingdom, but it's like a different one um, that is subversive to like the worldly kingdoms or systems mm-hmm. of power. Um, yeah, which I think is interesting. I think it's like, I think the idea of it is to sort of um, have it be an appeal to humility um, mm-hmm. while still being uh, rebellious, I guess. Hmm. Does that make sense? I don't know if I, under- if I follow. Uh, these are the, like, um, why, why uh, use the word like my master um, mm-hmm. as opposed to saying like my God. Oh, or I like, see. So it's like emphasizing yeah. the authority. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. There's there's a lot of like biblical or quasi-biblical language in this song, especially that bridge. Whosoever, Whosoever diggeth, diggeth a pit. Mm-hmm, shall fall in it, which is very similar to stuff that Jesus says where he, he says like he who lives by the sword shall die by the sword. Right. Um, he has a couple other like versions of that aphorism too. Um, so I, I don't know if this is literally in the Bible itself. Uh, but it definitely is phrased. It's it's even like King Jamesy style. Whosoever diggeth, or in the ver- first verse, why boasteth yeah. thyself? Which is very hard to say. Mm, boasteth yeah. thyself? Are you boasting your <laughs> boasting yourself? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. I can't say it. <laughs> it's impossible. <laughs> yeah, and iniquity is is like a very like King Jamesy word too. Right. Yes. Yeah, he loves that word. By He's him, in, I mean the, the the crack team that wrote that that book. Yep. <laughs> oh, you mean it wasn't just the king himself writing the Bible? Uh, maybe it was. It's like, <laughs> I king, don't think it what was. about the taxes? I'm writing. I'm writing our new <laughs> Bible. Leave me alone. Uh, I love thinking of uh, of uh, a monarch as just like a weird petulant teen. I'm trying to write in my b- new Bible. God. <laughs> All right, let's move on to a different song. How about Duppy Conqueror? Oh, yeah. I'm a Duppy Conqueror. Conqueror. 
so cool. Uh, before we get too serious about this song, can you play the uh, sample of the raspberry blowing? Oh, yes, please. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so don't try to put me up on this bridge now. I've got to reach Mount Zion. Zion's oh, my God. I love those raspberry tarts that that guy is, yeah. is making with his mouth. Good mouth parts. It's um, true. The funny thing is, in the second half of that verse, he I think he does those raspberries at the exact same moments, as if ah. it's like just very intentional. It's part of the arrangement of the song. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Yeah, so have have we heard this song before? Or was it like only an instrumental version or something? I feel like something? this was the dub version before. Oh, right. And it didn't have vocals or lyrics, right? Right. Ah, okay. So now we actually have the lyrics. The bars could not hold me. Force could not control me now. They try to keep me down, but Ja put I around. There he is replacing me with I, I was alluding to earlier. Yes, I've been accused many a times and wrongly abused now, but through the powers of the Most High, they've got to turn me loose. And then uh, pre-chorus, don't try to cold me up on this bridge now. I've got to reach Mount Zion, the highest region. If you a bull bucker, let me tell you this, I'm a duppy conqueror, conqueror. Um, let me look up actually duppy in jamaicanpatois.com it's a it's a malevolent spirit right but that's what www.rapgenius.com says i want to go straight to the source okay duppy jamaicanpatois.com oh it just means ghost duppy means ghost or spirit uh and then oh there here's a second one ghost or spirit of the dead which is feared throughout the caribbean derives from the african religious belief that a man has two souls one ascends to heaven while the other stays around for a while or permanently Maybe harnessed for good or evil through Jamaican witchcraft, Obea. Oh, interesting. Two souls. Yeah. That's a troubling. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> that sounds I'm saying, like. I'm not judging it. I'm just saying that makes it's like a spooky idea. It sounds like a lot to handle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So is that like um, when you, if, if souls are in eggs, is that like when you have like two yolks in an egg? Yeah. Just don't throw it at a wall. Okay. Great. Yeah, because Cameron, I know that you habitually like to throw eggs at walls. It's it's my it's my one joy in this in this bitter life of mine. It's true. I mean, everybody's got to have some kind of vice. You can't be too squeaky clean. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. <laughs> and if you like to egg walls, who am I to judge? You know, I don't want a kink exactly. shame or hobby shame. Is it is it a hobby or a kink? Would you say? <laughs> well, or both? Why we have to? <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to label exclusive. things. Yeah, um, there is actually it's more a, like a lifestyle. <laughs> like a lifestyle. We're, We're sort of like a, a lifestyle posture. brand that's focused on uh, egg wall interaction. Yeah. Uh, there's there's an entry for Duppy Conqueror on JamaicanPatois.com. Uh, he's, they say they write English translation. Wait a minute, <laughs> that's a little bit odd. That JamaicanPatois.com. Well, huh? That's that's an interesting implication that like Patois is not English. I guess, according to them. The word hmm. patois? No, that like Jamaican patois, because they give the definition. They say, here is the patois word, duppy conqueror, and here is the English translation, as if to oh, say that see. Jamaican slang or patois is not English or is different. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. if it's Is it so different that it's just not English? I could say. Just <laughs> yeah, anyway, I thought that was an interesting implication, but the uh, duppy conqueror, English translation, overcomer, Definition, someone that overcomes any obstacle that is in his or her way. The literal translation is ghost conqueror. And then uh, there, there's an example sentence. Does which, ghost conquering make you feel good? <laughs> man, I love that movie, Ghost Conquerors. I ain't afraid of no duppies. <laughs> that sounds like, like, a, uh, like a, a weird knockoff version that might be produced in uh, a land not in America. So people have been America. like talking, what are we going to do with this Ghostbusters franchise? We can't revive it. People don't like it when it's just ladies. What are we going to do? Um, Jamaican Ghostbusters. Easy. Duppy Conquerors. Hell yeah. I'm on board. All, and their, their theme song can be Duppy family. Conqueror. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, that sounds tight as hell. <laughs> I would watch yeah. that movie. <laughs> I started as a joke, but now I really want it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's that's basically all of the unique lines in this song. I guess the chorus goes, yes, me friend, me good friend, we distreat again. Uh, them say we free again. Yeah. What is a bullbucker, do you think? Maybe that's on JamaicanPatois.com. Well, 
According to Genius, I mean, uh-huh. put in Jamaican Patois before we before we tell you what Genius says. I got Bulbaka. Here we go. English translation. Bully. Definition. Someone who oppresses and assaults others without a good reason. <laughs> oh, word. So it's, it's okay to assault or and oppress someone if you have a good reason. <laughs> Uh, no, that's, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, like if you, if you're a bully, let me tell you this, I'm a duppy conqueror. So like, um, you're within my jurisdiction to conquer because you're a bad spirit, I guess. Yeah. Uh, cause the genius annotation just says that it's the same as duppy. Yeah. But then someone, Alexis with three X's, which is a very good name because the Alexis part does have three X's, uh, corrects them and says, Bulbaka, Jamaican literal translation, is someone who butts heads with a bull referring to someone who is a bully. So I'm going to upvote that and downvote the other Anish S. Uh, I'm looking at uh, Alexis with three X's, uh, and their profile says, I have a weird taste in music. My range is like from Kendrick Lamar to Elvis Presley. (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah, I <laughs> guess you could weird. say I have a pretty eclectic taste in music. I just, I listen to everything. <laughs> um, oh boy, I don't understand how you can like Elvis and Kendrick. They seem like diametrically opposed. Um, like, hmm, yeah, morally and like culturally and musically and aesthetically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know enough about Elvis to engage with that conversation very much. I will have well, to just say that, that I think he's stole a lot of music from black people or at least was on a team of people who stole a lot of music and didn't right. credit a lot of black musicians or writers. Yes, I have heard that. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, anything else to say about this song? Nah, let's talk about, hmm, would you rather talk about Rast- Rastaman chant or One Foundation? Ooh, which one has more interesting lyrics? probably one foundation let's listen to that then no love at all i mean there will never be no love at all so build our love on one foundation come let us build our love would it be stupid for me to say that this is kind of a gospel song no i don't think so okay yeah something about the i mean the subject matter and the vocal arrangements really makes me think of like a gospel song yeah so uh if yeah it feels like that to me got to build our love on one foundation uh and then he switches in verse one there will never be no love at all there will never be no love at all and he doesn't specifically say like connect it to the next line which has got to put aside them segregation but i think the the idea the implication is that there will be no love at all ever if there's segregation uh denomination organization right basically there, separation it's not just separate points there will right. never be no love at all period yeah but we might as well get put aside the segregation right yeah <laughs> yeah uh does he ever specifically say that in this song that it's like oh yeah here we go verse two uh, got to build our love on one foundation, on one foundation, or there will never be a single drop of love. You won't have no freedom now. A drop so, of love. Mm, give me that good wet love. Okay. Dripping love all over the place. Mm-hmm. Give me that the dri- drippy dreams of love. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, verse no, three, got going. to come together. We are birds of a feather. We got to come together because we are birds of a feather. Uh, or there will never be no love at all. We got to realize, we also got to realize we are one people, got to realize we are one people, or there will never be no love at all. So yeah. I guess I guess that he Spells does explicitly say, more. yeah, which uh, I appreciate that. I mean, I think it makes sense that uh, you can't really have love if, um, I mean, if, if you if you think of love as like, a group communal or society thing you can't really have love in that sense if there is segregation or oppression um there's a there's a martin luther king jr quote something about injustice anywhere as a threat to justice here or something everywhere i guess yeah that's probably it (laughs) i'm good at remembering things (laughs) Yeah. yeah there's like a this is probably my least favorite intro. The rhythm's kind of weird. Hmm. Like, it doesn't feel like it quite grooves. And it's, like, really loud and intense. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, okay. 
mm-hmm. but I feel like it's mixed kind of weird. It sounds like a really just like overpowering version of some sort of church music. Yeah. Like someone is playing the organ way like <laughs> brother Anthony is playing the organ way too loud. If you yes. know what I mean? Uh, turn it down. Turn down your damn organ, brother Anthony. Tony, organ, Tony, <laughs> organ, organ, turn Tony. Down your, turn down your organ, Tony. <laughs> Tone it down, Tony. Ha ha. Get it? But also seriously, turn the, turn your fucking organ down. You piece of shit. <laughs> Dumbass. I'm trying to worship the Lord here. Yeah. We're trying Come to talk on. about the one foundation. <laughs> yeah um i guess that's all i got to say about this song yeah uh it seems like maybe it might be time to kind of wrap things up um maybe we could wrap things up with uh rasta man chant i think it's before we do that i think it's worth mentioning that there is a version of put it on on this album Mm -hmm. so this is like the fourth time it's made Mm -hmm. it on to one of these albums this is probably my least favorite version I kind of liked it. We can hear a little snippet oh, of it just I so did, people I can. I kind of liked it too. I'm just saying it's my least favorite. All right. Well, let's just, let's let our listeners hear a little sample of it. Feel all right now. Feel all right now. Good Lord, hear me. in that a lot yeah i think i'm just always gonna have a soft spot for ska put it on yeah that is piano right bouncing around bouncy pianos all right uh so you want to close it out with rasta man chant yeah a traditional song oh This is really interesting because it, it is credited written by traditional um, and it's also kind of a uh, gospel song. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wonder what it, what they mean by traditional because it seems fairly explicitly Rastafarian. I mean, just the name Rasta Man Chant, uh, which, you know, might have been applied later. Um, but all the imagery in the song, Babylon throne, gone down, gone down. Uh, I say fly away home to Zion. Like those are both very big t- touchstones as far as I can tell in uh, Rastafarian aesthetics. So I wonder, is this traditional in the sense that it's kind of like a Rastafarian folk song? Because Rastafarianism isn't that old. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it necessarily takes that long for the source of a song. I think it's traditional. People say a song is traditional if its source can't be like uh, tied down to like one specific person. Um, mm-hmm. Especially if that one, if and even if you can tie it down to one person, they say like, yeah, I got I got this from the community or from my grandma or something, you know. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it necessarily takes that long to for a, a song to get that kind of status. Okay. It changes yeah. hands a few times. I can see that. Yeah, because like Rastafarianism developed in the 1930s from what yeah. I understand. Yeah. yeah, that's like 40 years of... Yeah. Yeah, a lot can happen. Of... And, then I, and this feels like a very improvised song. So, you know what I mean? It's not like there's that much to this song. Right, yeah. So, how would you even transmit it? uh radio that can transmit things okay i've solved your riddle uh you get my treasure <laughs> finally i've been waiting to, for you to hear i've been waiting to hear you say that for almost a decade but it's now. full of duppies <laughs> oh no it's a duppy tank cameron um, what what puns can you think of between duppy and guppy let me just g- give me your like uh 50 to 60 best ones real quick um a guppy's a fish right <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> i can't think of uh i just you know uh here okay this is a different pun but like we could for the <laughs> duppy conqueror movie uh duppy busters um mm-hmm. they could have uh duppy wear which is just like tupperware that you put that you can trap duppies in what do you think about that oh is that okay, that's pretty good i like that i appreciate okay. it i'm not okay. laughing at it but i appreciate it's not it funny, I guess. but it's, it's, it's kind of nice it's it just a, it's just pleasant it's inoffensive it's a joke you can respect yeah uh, <laughs> um apparently also a uh, guppy is also a slang for a gay yuppie oh so there's that in my day mm, yes 
Um, let's see. Oh, right. Um, what else? You have a sound sample for the song. Oh, yeah. So there's not really chords in this song. Like, there's no comping instruments that are just laying down harmonies. It's mostly just voices and rhythm. Um, but uh, there's a cool... It, there's an implied one chord, um, except for when the background vocals come in. Um, in this sound sample, it kind of changes into a six chord. Um, in, a, in a way that makes it sound like, oh, maybe this was always a six chord. I don't know. Or mm. it's just an, a cool extension. I, mm-hmm. I'm not really sure, but you can hear how the feeling kind of changes when the background vocals come in. Yeah, let's listen to that. I can sort of see that, yeah. It's, it's always a little bit mysterious to me um, how to tell when it changes from one to six. Um, it's not actually a six it's a six chord uh, it's not i think it's i think it's a, a three chord because one of the voices oh. goes um, another one does that so i think it's actually a minor three chord oh okay still, gotcha still kind of spooky um yeah. but uh yeah i just misheard it i wasn't listening okay. enough yeah come on cameron any Sorry. I, I i mean i i knew right away that it was a three chord for sure i can recognize I those and hear them i was testing you <laughs> for some reason yeah <laughs> no reason to, to know what that is passed my test <laughs> all right great yeah all right shall we uh close up shop yeah let's close up shop yeah we'll be back next week with natty dread uh which is the next studio album released in 1974 uh oh is the first album released as bob marley and the whalers instead of just the whalers which Man, I, I don't thought know we if that's accurate that. yeah i don't think that's accurate necessarily uh, but we'll get into it next week. Uh, in the meantime, you can visit us online at boxset.website. Go on our Discord. I'm back on it, and I'm having a grand old time. Um, it's fun. It's fun to hang out there and do things. Yeah. Talk about No um, Man's Sky on there. Yes. What a good game. nerd fans. <laughs> yeah, I'm a nerd. Uh, you can also email us if you have to at email at boxset.website. Um, if you haven't done so yet, I would highly encourage you to go on iTunes, even if just to click on them stars, uh, obviously better to, to write the word, the keyboard words onto the screen, uh, to write a review. But if, if, if you just have like 10 seconds, just tap them stars, uh, tap them yep. stars. Tap, just tap those stars. The other thing you can do is listen to Cameron's other podcast. He has a whole other podcast. This guy's everywhere. You just can't get rid of him. This yeah, one, the other part one. Part of our uh, podcast cool. Oh, I get it. Yeah, a podcule. Podcule. And Cameron is very um, poly on that one because he's constantly having quote unquote guests on the show. <laughs> if you know, you know what and I mean. You can, you can watch the show sometimes too. Like lately I've been having some video episodes because uh, I've been having some traditional uh, dancers on the show. Um, so uh, I think it's last week's episode was my episode with the Appalachian flat footer, Becky Hill. Um, and that's a full video episode. And I think it's worth checking out. It's really cool to like, you know, percussive dance, uh, yeah. traditional percussive dance. Yeah. And if you, if you don't have the time or don't want to see like an entire podcast length, uh, Cameron also does have shorter videos that are mostly just tunes like the, the, the one with Scotty Leach and Jamie Foxx, not the, not the actor, Jamie Foxx, but the fiddle player, Jamie Foxx. Uh, they play some really cool tunes and that, that video is probably like six or seven minutes long. I love it. It's great. Yeah. It's uh, those tunes that you all play are really cool. Um, yeah. So until next week with Natty Dread. Um, I kind of want to, I was going to make a pun about it because Natty could be a nickname for Nathan or Nathaniel. Um, but that sounds, that seems appropriative. I'm not going to do that. Fuck that. Play it safe. Play it safe. (laughs) Until next week. I've been Nathan Hunt and give me that good wet love. Uh, Okay. Uh, it's it's not safe. (laughs) Um, I've been Cameron DeWitt, and when my egg is thrown against a wall, uh, one yolk will go to heaven, and the other yolk will uh, stick around Earth for a while. Naturally. Ooh, No Woman, No Cry is on the next one. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. Hey.
Uh, did I tell you I got a soda stream? Or rather, Rachel and I got a soda stream for the wedding, but I've only ever been the one who uses it. Uh, you didn't tell me that. I are know. You, uh, are you carbonated now? I'm so carbon. I'm such a carbo. <laughs> I'm such a carbo boy. I did you hook have yourself my... up to the soda stream and carbonate yourself? Yeah, just I, I put it in an IV. And I just direct inject that carb. Give me that sweet carb. Get that, get that bubble blood. Ah, give me that bubbles. Um, I know they're like an evil company that uh, like wants to commit genocide. Zionist. Palestinians, right? yeah. But they're the only good seltzer maker. Whoops. Whoops. Ah, uh, shit. Well, I mean, you basically can't do anything without being evil. So, so why try? <laughs> why try to do anything good or avoid bad in any way? That's why I only buy my food from Nestle. 